Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, April 19, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, Mrs. Market is playing the same theme song she's been playing many days of late. Market goes down early, goes up. Down early, finishes flat. Down early, finishes positive. Down early, recovers somewhat. Down early, recovers, doesn't finish on the highs, doesn't finish above yesterday's close, but nonetheless, it was a positive close, meaning look where the market was early in the morning, and this is the point that I want to make, so we'll go to like a 10-minute chart, for example. So we have a gap down in the morning right over here, and the market just grinded up all day long. And here's the point that I want to bring up. It's the type of tape we're in. Whether you're talking intraday or you're talking daily chart or weekly chart, the type of tape is a bullish uptrend. And this is indicative of what happens in a bullish uptrend. Market goes down, has every opportunity under the sun to go lower if she wanted to. The choice was not. The choice was to go higher, grind higher all day long. Despite any of the news, despite what anybody thinks, despite what should be according to anybody else, the market went up with an opportunity right in the palm of her hand to send it down farther. The choice was to go up. That doesn't mean we know what's happening tomorrow. It means this is the type of tape that we're in until we're not. When they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you take heed, you take notice of what they're doing day in and day out. It's not going to be the same every single day, but this has been the theme many, many, many days of the last few weeks. The market is headed to a destination. Where is that destination? Well, we've been talking about it. Here's the weekly chart. No, it's not. This is the weekly chart. And the market has this breakdown candle high, 419.96, it's 420. We've been calling it, and then there's a gap right above at 422.14. These are the numbers we've been discussing as the likely destination, at least in the short run. Did the market do anything different than she's been doing all this time? And the answer is no. She's on a grind. She's trying to find a reason to get above not only 415, where we stalled out today, but get above this pivot high here of 418.31, That clears the way to the 420-422 neighborhood. They got to pay the toll by getting through 418.31. Another comment on the tape. It's been slow. Here's the point. What follows a slow market? A not slow market. A faster market. It will pick up. Earnings season is here. It's been kind of slow for the last couple of days. But nevertheless, it will pick up. They will come fast and furious There will be earnings reports that move markets one way or the other. It's always coming. It never feels like it when the market is creeping along in slow motion turtle mode. Maybe Tesla will be somewhat of a catalyst tomorrow. It's down a little bit. I don't know if they're reported or not. I'm not watching the news. I'm making the video. But they're down about nine bucks as I make this. Maybe it'll be a market mover. Maybe it won't. There's a number. That was not a number for after hours, but let's see what happens while I'm making this video. I didn't even know that was on the chart. And there's another number down below. That's not meant to be traded after hours. These numbers are for regular 
session only, but they do work many times, and you can see this one being jerked around. We'll just stick around for a moment just to be mesmerized by what's going on on this chart. Let's go down to a smaller time frame so we can get a better view. 15-minute chart. Let's see what happens. Let's see if they can pop back up to 175, 176. I don't know why I'm doing this during the video, but I'm already doing it, so we'll keep doing it. All right, this is turning into a waste of time. The next number on the daily chart, we can see it at 172 and change. I can't really read it. Doesn't make any difference. There it is, 172.20. See if they can catch a bid off that number. Don't know why I'm watching this, but I'm mesmerized, and I know you are too, at least some of you are, just to see if the numbers work on Tesla, some numbers that were on the chart from the other day. They never hit them the other day. We'll see if they work today. Eh, starting to work. All right, let's get back to the business at hand. It's still options expiration week where weird stuff still happens. Don't be surprised if you get some kind of a pullback day, whether it be Thursday or Friday. Either way, it's not out of the question. We don't know what will happen, just the awareness that it can happen. With the opportunity today and the rejection of the opportunity, we don't know what tomorrow will bring. Back to Tesla, just because I can't help myself, I got to just prove the point that the numbers work. Getting a bounce in a zone that would have been between 174.50 and 122.20, 172.20. Since there wasn't much change with the SPY or the S&P 500, market finished down just a couple of points from where it closed yesterday, we'll just move on to inside the numbers. We'll start with stocks on the move because nothing hit its number today. We had a list of four, nothing hit. Therefore, there were no trades from stocks on the move. However, we did have one in the live room. I'll show you that one a little bit later. Let's move on to the morning notes, the early thoughts at zero dark 30. Remember that spot discussed in the video last night, the one just under 412, you know, from the 120-minute chart bearish wedges deal that we discussed. There's your 120-minute chart we looked at last night. They had a bearish wedge, and they did the thing. They completed the symmetrical thing, in this case, into the 20-period moving average. We looked at that last night. We came up with a number that was an actual number just below 412. The low of day today was 412.16. They never got to the number. A little frustrating for us traders inside the numbers and in the live room. We have some stuff on the upside for later, if they were going to bounce and all that stuff. You'll see what happens a little later. By 8.50, we have the early pivot of 4.12. Below, the door is open for a little bit lower, not much, only if they're below 4.12. There was a buy area for a bounce back in the other direction. They didn't give it to us. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. We had a whole contingent of traders waiting on the market to drop a little bit this morning in the live room inside the numbers. They never came down to the numbers. Sometimes they leave us standing at the altar. We can't cry over spilt milk. There's another trade around the corner. We don't chase the market. And what I tell traders in the room every single day is patience. I'm your alter ego. We wait for the market to do the thing we want. We wait for the market, Mrs. Market, to give us what we want before we take it. Take it meaning take a trade. If she doesn't give us what we want, we don't take it. And therefore, when you start doing that and stop guessing and stop making up trades in your own mind, stop self-justifying trades that aren't there, when you stop doing that and you eliminate all that stuff, put the blinders on, have tunnel vision, your results, and I say this every day in the room, 
will skyrocket. We did have some traders that hopped on the long side, rode it up to the gap today. That's fine. That was trader's choice. Nothing I said to do, nothing I condoned. Traders know the numbers. They know if price gets above a certain place, the next place is activated. Some traders take it upon themselves to take action on that, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's trader's choice. Like above 413, the door opens for another push towards 414. A little bit higher was the gap, and they did that. So traders knew that was on the board. They heard me talk about it, and they took action on their own. That's fine. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. There's not really much to discuss in here other than the fact that here are the numbers, here's what they're doing. They never gave you a bona fide trader's day kind of day. It was not a trader's dream today. Not a trader's dream. We accept the market that is at present not the one we want it to be. That one doesn't exist. It's what the market is. By the way, here's one of those alter ego things, and we had a discussion on this about 10 times this morning in the live room. Look at the 1044 post down here. Short trades in a slow tape are not easy and can be classified as torture at times. That's an old trader adage, not the torture part. I added that in, but never short a dull tape is a trader adage that you learn early on in this trading business. Here's a gap, and here's an area that a lot of traders want to short. Well, what happened? They tortured you. They never really came down. They never pulled back. They just went sideways the rest of the day and they tried to edge higher and they would have whipped you out more often than not as they spiked up to 415. They went sideways. They did a little dip into the end of the day, but most traders aren't holding if they're short into the end of the day like that. They've already given up. That was the point that I tried to make in the live room before it happened. Don't torture yourself. It's not worth it. They didn't give you the trade you want don't invent another one. Just because it's a gap, you have to be aware, don't short a slow tape. Don't short a dull market. Those are trader adages. By the way, what great discussions we had in the live room today. We talked even about the crypto market. We talked about the U.S. dollar. We talked about what the future holds for the bond market, the U.S. dollar, the central bank digital currency coming out. Very healthy and vibrant discussions in the live room. People are learning stuff regardless of whether there's a trade or not. And there generally is. By the way, speaking of which, we had Roku today. So what happened? Early in the morning, Roku was on the move. I spotted it. Here's the number. Gave it out before they got there in the room. Bunch of traders took it. They made money. Period. Full stop. So at least we got one under our belt today from an official standpoint. Roku. Tesla. So that was a support zone. Just saying. Anything happened over in Camp IWM, up 19 cents on the day, down a little bit today, up a little bit, nothing doing, nothing different than yesterday. They're eating time off the clock, wedged in between these two areas of moving averages, here and here. That's it. That's what they're doing. They're trying to build energy to get up to here. If they can't and they fall apart and they get below this low down here, no dice, 20 period moving average, give it up Below all the moving averages, Irene will be put to bed. Remember, weekly chart. Regardless of what's going on now, day-to-day, hour-to-hour, nothing's changed. This is bearish, relative weakness. There's trouble in paradise. We don't know whether it's going to take hold tomorrow, next week, three weeks from now. There's trouble in paradise one way or the other until or unless some of this stuff that's suffering turns around. Not a bad day for the transportation people. 
No material change on the chart, but remember, favorite canary in the coal mine, maybe it's a one-day anomaly, but they were up almost 1% today, nothing else was. IWM was up a little bit, transports were up, and everything else was kind of on a pullback situation. Favorite market-leading indicators and favorite canary in the coal mine, I can't unlearn that information, I can't unknow this information. The Q people, same situation as the spiders, they didn't close above yesterday's close, but it doesn't matter, they're in the same place on the chart, you look at the big picture, what are they doing, eating time off the clock, no change. Financials, XLF, trying to get into the convergence of those moving averages, we talked about that for a while, that's where they're headed, that's going to be overhead resistance, in fact, they're at the beginning or front end of overhead resistance as we speak. Take heed in the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index, also known as Smash Mouth. So they were down 1% today, couple and a half bucks, still finding support around this 50-period moving average, but if they give that up, guess where they go? All the way down here to 241, 50, 240, in that neighborhood. Call it 242 to 240. Put that on a sticky note real quick. This is a good proxy for the tech space. You could call it a canary in the coal mine for the tech space, and if the transports are going to melt away, if, I'm not saying they are, if they're going to melt away, then the tech space will melt away and the rest of the market will melt away just the same. The semis have to participate just like the financials have to participate. Those are things that are constants in the market. In light of the quiet day, we'll give it a wrap here. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord once again. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.